Good morning and welcome to our San Diego First Church podcast. This one is called Connecting Points, in which we look to connect the sermon from Sunday to uh, not just uh, the one lectionary passage that we've outlined in our devotional, this week being specifically Matthew 5, verses um, Matthew 5, verses 1 through 11, but also connecting to the other lectionary passages uh, for this week. And we are, of course, joined by Pastor D. Kelly. D, good to be with you today. Thanks, Matt. It's great to be with you as well. Yes. So uh, in your sermon on Sunday, you covered Micah, chapter 6, 1 through 8, uh, gave us this great... Um, uh, metaphor uh, for understanding our place with with God as navigating the narrows, and then um, did a wonderful connection between that and looking at Genesis uh, chapter three, uh, looking at the uh, humans' relationship to different trees in the world and where we might be finding God in all the wrong places. Um, Tell us a little bit about how you see Micah, what you preached on on Sunday, in connection to uh, certainly the Beatitudes, which are Matthew this uh, this chapter in Matthew chapter five, uh, but the other lectionary passages that strike you. Uh, thanks, Matt. I, yeah, the imagery I hope was helpful to some others. It was obviously arises out of imagery that's helpful to me. Um, the imagery of Micah. Uh, and the great outdoors has always provided for me a, a great place to reflect and think on my own journey when I'm surrounded by God's creation in ways that um, convey the vastness of mm-hmm. the world and the variety and ways in which creation um gives testimony to yeah. things that are bigger than myself and yeah. a storyline that long predates me and will long follow yeah. me. And so uh, that imagery out of Micah um, was easy to tap into for me. Um, the connecting points, though, as you were asking to some of the other passages, and as I hope we do from week to week, it's not just a connection to other passages we're reading, but then the connecting points to how we live out our life, the yes. connecting points to yes. this time and this place in history. Um, but I do think of that Beatitudes passage where it speaks about the crowds that are gathered uh, to a great extent, um, driven by both the radical things Jesus is saying and the miraculous ways in which people are being healed. And it says that people then began to gather from Galilee, from the Decapolis, from Jerusalem, Judea, the area beyond Jordan. And so it paints this picture picture of an incredible mix of people. Mm, yeah. And one of the things that has struck me, you probably heard me say this before, is that it says very specifically there are people who are brought who are um, ill, who have various diseases, those who are um, unable to bring themselves, those who are suffering from seizures and uh, demon possession, they list several things, and people in great pain. But when you think about that, many of those people aren't able to get to where Jesus is, and so they're brought there by caretakers, by loved ones, by people who have 
in incredible ways sacrifice themselves on behalf of someone else yeah such a beautiful picture of love mm. and sometimes people in those positions feel uh, like has the world passed me by um, yeah. uh, kind of the loneliness of caregiving at times <clears throat> yeah and so when we step into the Beatitudes and the Micah passage where um, Micah says love kindness mm -hmm. be merciful do justice walk humbly I feel like that's kind of the crowd that's gathered uh, yeah. where Jesus is and then Jesus makes this proclamation where it's like everyone in the crowd is is seen by the person who's speaking. He mm. says, blessed are the poor in spirit. And I'm guessing if I'm in the crowd, I'm going, oh, that's me. Yeah. And then Jesus says, the kingdom of heaven's for you. Mm -hmm. yeah. This notification that that what we're talking about has not passed you by in fact it's specifically yeah. a blessing on you in this moment mm -hmm. so i see this beautiful connection between what is happening with micah in his encouragement to the people but also kind of a condemnation of be careful oh, sure. yeah. of all the other things that you've done uh -huh. that that prevent you from seeing the kingdom instead step into these places where where God's spirit can be found in abundance. Yeah, you've you've taken us into thinking about these different mountains, right? Like Micah has these mountains that bear witness, bear witness. Yeah, and then you have here in, in the beginning of the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus on a mountain bearing witness, um, which I love the parallels there, and I love how um, in the way you navigated Micah, and you you had a moment in, in the sermon where you where you brought up one of the Beatitudes. You said, like, we, you know, we often search at these different trees, which are the the trees that, you know, God's there, but they're not, it, it's hard to find God. Yeah. You, the complacency and anxiety and uh, pride. Greed. All those greed. Um, yep. And you... The, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Yes. Where I have it all figured out. Yes. I've got all the information that I ever need, yeah. and yet I'm still trying to play God. Um, and you, you move towards, there's also another tree that is those who are seeking after, uh, or who thirst and hunger for righteousness. Mm. And I, I think that sp sprang my thinking into that the Beatitudes are these uh, examples of and um, the ways that God is in the midst of those who are at a loss. And God can be found with those who are mourning um, I, I, I found it just fascinating that, um, we, we have kind of this juxtaposition of, of trees in a lot of way. We've talked a lot about that just in our own conversations around how the Bible is just filled with all of these, these trees, um, these gardens and kind of what that means for the understanding of our faith and seeing these, these blessings, these people who are blessed, who have privilege in this kingdom that Jesus is describing, we often don't think that like that's the case, right? These are people right. that are, you know, we don't want to be people who mourn. We don't want to be people who feel loss. And yet Jesus is describing that those people will be comforted. Um, those are the people that, that God is with and we can find God being embodied in those who mourn. And it reminds me of, 
kind of this adage that we have that uh, God comforts the afflicted and afflicts the comfortable. And I always like mm-hmm. twist and turn at that and it hurts. And I'm like, I feel very comfortable. And so it, like, <laughs> how am I being afflicted? But more so the thinking of like, how am I looking for, for God in the places that are unexpected mm. and are surprising? Yeah. Yeah. And then I've, that I've said like, ah, God doesn't work in that way. And yet we see God working with those who are hungry and thirst, who mourn, who are in need, who lack, to the point of like, and, and those who accompany them, right? To those who are sacrificing to, to bring the paralytic man to Jesus to be healed. Um, and it's on their behalf that Jesus, you know, um, forgives the sins of, of, of the people. So yeah. I, I find that really fascinating. Um, in keeping with that, um, this feels like it is always a surprise to me, and yet it makes perfect sense and shouldn't be a surprise to me. Um, one of the great privileges I have as a pastor is to visit people when mm. they are um, not doing well, when yeah. they're in the hospital or um, uh, where life seems to be coming to an end in this life. And what a privilege it is to be invited into some of those moments. The thing that is in keeping with the readings and what you just said is that I typically leave realizing that I am walking away from those moments blessed Mm. by having been in the presence of God Mm. that was already there long before I got Mm. there. Yeah, yeah. And that some of the people I interact with who have had um, difficult journeys have a relationship with Christ that leaves me with a sense of awe, like I just left a very sacred holy space Mm -hmm. when I step out of that. And it reminds me that that's where Jesus hangs out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where Jesus goes. And if you're looking to connect with God's spirit, often it's going to those places where from like maybe an outside objective person might go, why, why would I ever see any evidence of God in the midst of suffering? Yeah. But when you are interacting with the people in the midst mm-hmm. of that who have a faith it's like my jaw kind of drops mm. and I walk away and in my car, I say, just thanks God for giving me a chance to catch a glimpse of you again mm. in people like that. And learning that lesson invites us into those places, not so that we can fix yeah. <laughs> or yeah. be the champion of bringing some good news into a <laughs> moment, yeah. but is just to hold space with people Yeah. And God moves into those moments in beautiful ways. Yeah. Fortunately, we already have a Savior, so we don't That's necessarily right. That's need right. to function as such, right? <laughs> we, can, we can leave that work up to the Spirit and to, yeah. and to God's work in us. So, Deeth, so good to be with you this morning. Looking forward to the next week. Hope you have a good rest of your day. Thank you, Matt. Good to be with you and all of you as well.